It is the 21st century, the era of technology, where even the way that we, not just the way that we consume our content, but the way that we relate to one another, the meaningful connections that we make with one another as human beings has transformed radically. There are some people who have only ever interacted with friends who live miles away on some platform, you know, like Discord or Snapchat or Reddit. They've never ever met those friends in person or live and they have a genuine relationship. So this means that we really need to start re-examining what the concept of a relationship even is, right? And how, what impact do those relationships have on other people? Uh, we've spoken about this concept before, but there's this thing called catfishing um, and we're definitely going to shed some more light on it. But if you did not know, Catfishing is basically when you are having a relationship with someone who you've ever only made connection with via the internet. So let's say a person lives in China and you living somewhere here in Africa and the two of you build a romantic relationship with certain expectations. So let's say they tell you that I am a an 18-year-old or I'm a 21-year-old um, and I work a job as an accountant um, and I'm earning this much of a salary and I own my own apartment only for you to find, and then they also send you pictures of how they look, only for you to find that this is actually a 16-year-old who lives with their mom and dad, and they actually do not earn a salary. Um, And they actually just were enticing you to get you to a place of falling in love with them and having an emotional connection so that at some point in time, you would send them um, some money because they'll say, babe, um, I don't have data to connect with you this week. I just... I don't have any money uh, because this and this happened. And then you end up sending money. Um, And then, you know, some even get to a point of a person paying dowry, which is what here in Africa we would call lobola or dot or whatever it may be, Um, you know. And, and, And now that actually begs the question and the thought and the meditation on whether you would ever be a victim of such a thing. The reason I bring this up is because this month of June, we've been focusing on parasocial relationships, which a lot of young people have. And a lot of us older ones, we also have them when we don't, we don't even know that we do. Now, we've gone overboard in explaining what a parasocial relationship is, so we're not going to go into much depth. But if you're only joining the conversation right now, just to simplify it for you so that we're all on the same page once again because I realize that this is a term that not every not many of us have used or heard in everyday language it's not a term that's passed over dinner or that you'd hear casually uh, someone throwing at a con on in a conversation at work so it's important for us to all be on the same page so a parasocial relationship simply think of a TV show with a host that you really really like uh, think of an artist who usually most of us have artists who sing or people in sports that we like so much that you want to know about their personal life. You have a certain level of emotional investment. Maybe you have a key holder that has their picture. Um, You know what color their dog is, how many dogs they have, who they're dating. Um, So you have emotional investment. If they ever did an Instagram live, you would be very, very overwhelmed if they responded to a comment from you. Uh, Then you 
have a parasocial relationship with that individual because you're invested in them and in their life. And you just feel like whenever they win, you feel like you are winning with them. Then you have a parasocial relationship. The reason it's parasocial is because it's also one-sided because they do not even know you exist in most cases. Right. Um, and this is something that if you're mature, you will admit. I mean, I have parasocial relationships with some people on the Internet who do not even know I exist. Some of us have parasocial relationships with ministers. And remember that the term, this is just a term that explains that dynamic, right? When you have an, a certain level of emotional investment and also just have an interest in someone uh, who has virtually has no idea that you exist, they might have responded to a comment or a DM from you, right? Um, and, and, and that made you feel very good. You told a friend about it. You took a screenshot of it and it really, really fueled you. But they don't really know that you exist as an individual because by the time they go to bed, they've forgotten that they've even responded to you as an individual. And there's nothing wrong with that kind of a relationship, right? As long as the dynamic is healthy and you're conscious of the dynamic, that this is not a friend of mine. Now, the problem is this, and this is what we're zooming into tonight, right? The fact that the problem with a parasocial relationship is that it can fool you into thinking that it's an actual friendship. And you might think that you know the person and you know them so well. And we discussed this in, in, in last week's uh, conversation or, or, or discussion, right? Uh, when we were talking about the fact that influencers are not your friends. Influencers are mostly motivated by money and not your well-being. And that was when we were just making you alert of the fact that you shouldn't put your trust into an individual to such an extent that you don't even consider the fact that they don't always have your well-being at heart. They don't, they're not always interested in how healthy you are. They're not always interested in your, in your finances, you know, whether you're spending too much on the merchandise that they're selling. Uh, we went into much depth about this. But tonight, we're going to focus specifically on the fact that do influences distract us from the fact that we don't, do not have genuine friendships? And I say this because of this, right? Some of you know that when you go and play video games, you can shut yourself in a room and disappear and forget that the real world even exists. You can start um, playing a particular game in the morning and changing games until you look outside and you realize that, oh my goodness, what have I been doing with my time? It's already evening. And, 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 and that's the thing about being so consumed in something you love, right? Now, this is the exact same effect that parasocial relationships have. If you love an influencer so much and you enjoy just watching them do this thing that they do when they go live. So this could be someone playing a video game or someone um, vlogging, you know, doing a live vlog of their holiday, of um, how their day is going, or, you know, just you watching them be themselves. It fulfills you in some way. Now, the issue with that is 
it distracts you from the fact that you actually are not making real friends. And one of my biggest fears with the modern generation, particularly with any generation that is going to be coming after and including those born during the early 2000s, right? That the very skill of making friends and putting your life at risk, your, your, the fact that you might be rejected by someone, putting that at risk might become a dying skill. Like this is a very, very big thing. It might actually become a dying skill because none of us are making the effort to make new friends because our friends are online and those aren't even our real friends, right? Now, we've had this talk of just how important it is to have real, tangible, physical friends that you have a, a mutual relationship with that flows in both ways. And I want to actually talk about why, you know what, I really don't want to sound like the person who's against video games. I don't want to sound like the person who's against you having a parasocial relationship. Um, I'm not sitting here wanting to condemn that. That is not the point. And if you're a parent listening to this, I want to make it clear that I'm not trying to say that you should keep your kids away from having parasocial relationships. If you hear them talking about a particular influencer, this does not mean that you need to stop that relationships, those relationships by all means necessary. You would be doing yourself a disservice because all you'd be doing is actually draw, driving your kids to a place of having secret relationships online without letting you know because they know that you'll overreact and if you are young and you do have parasocial relationships and I'm going to be very specific right if you have someone on Twitch that you watch every time you come back from school if you have a YouTuber that every single time they come out with a video you want to watch it you follow them on all their social media platforms or even if you follow them exclusively on Twitter or on Instagram or on Snapchat but you just want more of their content and if you find yourself wanting to know more about them be beyond the content that they offer and you you've just placed them in this position where whenever they say something that in any way relates to you you feel fulfilled and you feel acknowledged because that's another thing that's very dear and deep to us as individuals we want to be acknowledged we want our thoughts, our ideas, and our opinions to be acknowledged and for us to feel like we belong. And when that is done by someone that we've placed on a certain pedestal, it really, really becomes very affirming, right? You feel like you're one of the cool kids. Like if you find someone playing, let's say, Fortnite, um, and you're watching that video, and then they say something during the video, and you comment and say, yeah, I feel exactly the same way whenever I play Fortnite. And they say, I feel you, bro. I really relate with you, man. Um, and I, I understand your experience with this game. That really affirms you. It really, really affirms you. It feels like you're part of this cool clique, right? Um, and you've been acknowledged by this influencer and you're going to go the next day and tell your friends what went down, <laughs> right? Now, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. The problem arises when you don't even realize that you are building a particular, a, a very strong connection that is not even mutual. 
And that's the thing about one-sided relationships, right? They're not really relationships. They're not, they, they have no dialogue. They have no mutual behavior. They have no scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. And, 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 and what's more important, you don't go through the trials that normal relationships would take you through. So what I mean is you don't have any arguments because this is not a, 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 a two-directional relationship, right? You are only receiving from them and they're not receiving from you. So you're not actually putting yourself in a situation where you're learning how relationships actually work and going through the turmoil or, and the difficulty and the challenge and the grittiness um, and, the, and the fights with best friends. You're not doing that because you're so invested in these online relationships. Now, I know... I know, believe you me, I know that this doesn't happen with everyone. And which I which is why I believe this conversation is important because at times it's not you who's going through it, it's your friend who is deeply immersed in these online relationships and you constantly hear them quote these these online people and saying no i heard them say this and i think it's very true i i I absolutely agree with them because that's another thing when you have a parasocial relationship with an artist with a creator with an influencer you want to defend everything they say you cannot you you physically cannot see them being wrong and that becomes a massive problem, right? A massive, massive problem. Um, and that's something that I want you to think about, right? Because this is, it, it, it's, it, it may sound like you're not one of those people. Because I mean, duh, you wouldn't be obsessed with an influencer. But I can guarantee you that the people that are in that position, the people that are uh, not realizing that they're so deeply immersed in these parasocial relationships that they don't even realize that they haven't invested time in genuine relationships, they would say that they're not those people. So it's important for you to actually be very real with yourself and please listen to the people around you. But we'll get into that. We're going to get into how to identify whether you are in a parasocial relationship with an influencer, with a creator, or with an artist online, to an extent that you've now jeopardized your uh, genuine relationships and you've cast them aside without even realizing it, to a point that you're not even taking your friends' opinions, those who know you and are trying to correct you, you're not even taking their opinion seriously. I had a friend who actually was in that situation. And I want to talk about him. Um, I'm not going to share his name or or even get into major specifics uh, just to honor him and respect him. But I want to just use this as an example for you to say to you that this is what happens. And you may actually be able to identify that your friend is in a parasocial relationship and they are so immersed in it that they're not even realizing that they're shutting friends out by arguing with them, not listening to their opinions. This has happened to me. Um, and I imagine that this might have actually also happened to you. And you might have not known what to call it. You may have not had the vocabulary um, to actually communicate it to them and say, listen, this is. I think this is what's happening and you need to be careful about this. Um, so yeah, we're going to just listen to what you have to share with us, Mr. Shaltatoy, and then uh, we're going to come back and I'm going to share my last thoughts before we end the discussion. You're still tuned to I Am Live and my name is Charles de Toy and uh, we are in the discussion part of the evening and our theme or topic for discussion for this evening is do influencers 
distract us from the fact that we do not have genuine friendships. And I want to weigh in here, and I know that it is an important discussion for us to have, specifically with regards to that what was said in the hard ask, but specifically that what was said uh, with us having friendships and the need to have a friendship. Now, there are various Bible verses in the Bible that instruct us, not instruct us, but guide us in the importance of having friends, in guide us in the importance of having friendships. But I almost want to, not almost, I want to quote a sitcom to you, it's called The Big Bang Theory, and I, it's, I watch it for various reasons, first of all, comic relief, and then secondly, uh, I learn a lot from the sciences that they do, <laughs> the science that they do, but I need to, I need to tell you that the actors all, and the roles that they are portraying in the sitcom, they are all agnostic or atheistic, meaning they do not believe in God. So they make certain comments or statements that can offend Christians. Uh, I know that, so I'm not offended by it because I know that they are wrong and <laughs> I know the truth. Any case, but in that one episode, one of the the uh, actors, well, it's not the actor, one of the, the um, guys in the sitcom, the, one of the friends, father passed or mother passed away and then they've got this one friend he's a genius his name is sheldon cooper he's very very intelligent um and then but he's with his high intelligence he's got a total social social awkwardness he's got a high iq and a low eq if that makes sense to you and he actually goes to the guy whose mom passed away and said he asks him can i share something with you and he's like yeah you're welcome to and he said listen um when my dad passed away, I had a very difficult time facing it. But you've got one up on me on the fact that you have friends now. And in that moment, I realized that the world is seeing, I think, only now, the importance of friendships. For a long, long time, in the media, and uh, specifically the, I almost want to say the Hollywood, Hollywoodian, if there's a word like that, the Hollywood media, uh, the movies and stuff that we watch portrays the fact that we need a spouse it portrays the fact that you will only be happy once you're married we see that in most of our fairy tales and everything they say get a spouse and they lived happily ever after you know that type of thing now we're starting to realize in the fact that it's coming all the more happening all the more in in in, in the sitcoms and the shows that we are watching that friendship is showing shown there is showing the or the importance rather of friendship is starting to show we see friendships in the bible as well with david and jonathan that's the probably the most well-known friendship in the bible david and jonathan but then we also see Jesus talking to his disciples and he tells his disciples, you know what, I used to call you friends or something, I used to call you slaves but you're not friends or something in that likes. And we know for a fact that it is something that God has, has given us, God has ordained for us. I firmly believe that it is something that God needs us to have. I myself am currently involved in full-time ministry. Uh, my entire work life if i can actually call it that pertains to human relationships wherever i go i surround my i am surrounded by people right and i've realized within ministry that there's a incredible importance 
with regards to having friends and the need to have friends. People do not always realize this, but guys, pastors, ministers, reverends, whatever, have got a great need for friends. Um, because we need someplace, someone that's willing to listen to us, willing to talk to us and willing to share with us what's happening in their lives as well as our lives and making it an opportunity for us to have a mutual conversation. So if you listen to the hard ask, you would remember that I said friendship is formed on the basis of a mutual interest or mutual um, life choices or some something similar to that. You need to have a common interest. You need to have common hobbies and there is where friendships actually are formed. Much is the same that I want to share with you now or that I want to tell you now that you will have, we as pastors and reverends and whatever need friendship and most of us need friends in order for us to share our common goal, common interest with. But not only that, but to have this person then develop the friendship, develop the relationship to such degree that you are both, to the extent that uh, that both of you are almost codependent on one another. You need one another to survive. I know it sounds weird and I know the very spiritual answer is you only need God to survive. But, <laughs> which is true, but it is so much easier if you actually have a friend and someone that's willing to listen, someone that's willing to share, and most of all, someone that's willing to accept you um, for your lowest, when you are at your lowest, someone that's willing to give you love when you deserve it least. That is actually what friendship is, and that is what true friendship is. Now, if you only have a sort of relationship with an influencer on Instagram, you won't well, that person is considered an influencer because they've got an influence on a large amount of people. Meaning that if you send that person a text, chances are they won't respond. Uh, and meaning that if they do respond, they're not going to respond always or immediately, which is not the case with a personal friend, right? So when you follow these people, you think you've got an idea of having a friendship with them, but it is not a mutual friendship. They, you consider them to be your friend but they would not necessarily consider you to be their friends and if we ever have the opportunity to have a discussion with someone that is an influencer that is successful they would probably say the exact same thing they've got friends in their circle um, which aren't necessarily followers on their instagram so what's the end point that i'm trying to head with with this long discussion you do need friends to cope you do need friends to share the excitement when you're excited with you, but you also do need friends that's willing to assist you when you're down and out and you're, you, well, you can be flat broken. They're the ones that are helping you financially. Or just when you're emotionally broken, they're the ones just, just pouring joy and peace into your life. If you do not have friends like that, go get a mutual hobby uh, or go get a hobby and find people with a mutual hobby and they will most likely become your friends. Oh, yeah, no, Mr. Charles Dutoy dropping bombs on a Friday evening. Happy Friday to you. <laughs> I'm just going to say that and drop it here because I genuinely do want to wish you a happy Friday. But thank you so much for that, Mr. Charles Dutoy. And yeah, man, I, I absolutely do see where, you, where you're coming from. Um, and, and this is what I love about the fact that you and I um, always have different perspectives because of the fact that we walk 
we have very different walks of life and i mean we we believe in christ we 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 believe in the very basic and core principles of the word we'd never disagree on those um i mean obviously a, a lot of people wouldn't it's in the details and nitty-gritties that you'd usually find people disagreeing but i love the fact that you bring a perspective that is very unique um and very different from mine um uh, especially very very different from mine you know i'm, I'm i actually want to share the story of a friend of mine who did not themselves realize that they are immer- engaging. <laughs> I'm going to use the word engaging, but I'm really trying not to make this sound like um, it's some kind of sin, you know, to have, have a parasocial relationship. And it's not. Um, it really becomes a problem when it starts impacting your well-being your finances when you're not even aware of the fact that you're in you're you're in a relationship with people who don't even know you exist so there's this friend of mine who went online and watched these videos that spoke of um you know particular they're not uh, african mind you they're from europe um, a lot of the lot of them so they spoke of how um africa during the time when the colonial era, um, how we were done a favor. That's not the topic we're discussing. That's not a topic that I'm going to delve into. But they basically getting the, the he was watching videos that spoke of that era um, and how these guys were basically justifying some of the behaviors and some of the acts that were happening. And mind you that they have very little context of what actually happened uh, during those times. But my point is this. He sold himself he really immersed himself in those discussions he watched those videos they even went beyond um you know just being about that i mean there were other videos that he watched about how we should be um doing things the way that they were done in the old testament and to a point of him wanting to be paid in silver i am not joking i am i wish i were joking i know this sounds ridiculous but i'm 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 pointing this story out just to show you how 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 ridiculous it can be when someone has a parasocial relationship and has immersed themselves so much into it that they don't even realize what it's doing to them, right? So they even went to a point of literally wanting to change their life. Like at this point, to my knowledge, they've even quit their job. They've gone to live someplace far, um, you know, based on advice that they've seen on the internet. And that's the power that these relationships we have on the internet. That's how much influence these videos we watch have. Um, and it's very important for you. I mean, when you get to the point, because we um, and a couple of friend of friends of mine sat this person down and we were like, dude, I mean, think about the things that you're doing. Like, we really don't think you're on the right path. And they argued with us, right? They, they, they very vehemently, adamantly, vigorously argued with us and, and contested the fact that we were the wrong ones. Um, and, and it is something that you do need to sit down and think about. Like, do you have a, a, a person on the internet that you agree with so much that you're uneven, you're not even willing to listen to the good points that your friends are making. Because it's one thing to disagree with a person, but it, it it's virtually impossible for you to holistically disagree with a person and not even be able to say, you know what, I do see your point here. That's what had happened in the relationship between myself and my other friends and this individual that I'm referring to. It got to a point where they could not even identify any good points that we were making because the people that they were listening to on the internet were so right. 
And that's something that I want you to think about. Are then do you not have friends that even put you in a corner and, and call you out and say, friend, we, we really think that you're going overboard. Like, we know you disagree with us. We know we're not always right. We know that we're not the, the perfect people. But in all honesty, you need, to, you need to understand that this person that you're defending is an influencer. And they're not, they, they are human just like you. And they cannot always be right. You cannot always disagree with us to that extent. Right. Um, so that's something that I'd like you to, to, to give thought and actually just think about whether you are not that person. Now, another thing is, do you struggle with friendship at all? Like, do you struggle with making friends? Because here's the thing that I'm learning in my old age. Right. I know I'm not very old. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm actually not very old at all. But something that the older I got, I began to understand when I was younger, it was very easy for me. And I understood the concept that friends are made. You know, there are some friends that you so happen to become friends based on the environments that you find yourselves in. But then the older I, I got, the more I realized that, you know what, the older you are, the less you find yourself in those situations. And the more you have to be intentional about making friends because you also realize that some people are not even worth your time. And what usually happens is when you realize that there are some people that are not worth your time, you end up actually confusing that and saying the words that people friendships are not worth my time that's not true there are some people that are not worth you being their friend simply because they just con constantly going to try and push you down the wrong direction have unfruitful conversations with you and that's something to call out there's nothing wrong with that i absolutely do understand that and i would understand you calling that out but if you are now writing out friendship altogether just because of your few bad experiences and experiences of people around you, then you have made a very big mistake. Friendship is a very important thing. The Bible even goes as far as saying, if you're in trouble, do not call your brother who is far away at home. Rather call your neighbor or your friend who is next door. Because they, a friend, it even says in the book of Proverbs, a friend can stick closer than a brother right? Think about that. That is what the Bible says. So you don't want to argue with the Bible when it literally is sharing wisdom with you in saying that a friend can stick closer than a brother, not as close as, closer than a brother. So I am literally making an argument for friendship right now. <laughs> I'm making an argument for friendship. And the thing about friendship, much like relationships, you literally have to take the risk because any investment, anything you invest in, whether it's a romantic relationship, family, um, whether it's, it's, it's finances, you are taking a risk. It is a, a, you, you are ma making an effort at the risk of the relationship itself not actually working out. So do, do, do think about that. Do think about that, right? Um, and that's okay. You can absolutely take that risk and don't feel bad about it because that's what we do. We take risks when we, when we, when we go and you speak to someone at a, at a coffee shop and you, you, you have a conversation with them about the coffee that they're having, um, asking them about their week, how it was and how's their family. You're taking the risk of being rejected, of feeling like an idiot. You're taking the risk of that person actually 
actually not liking you or them not actually being a good person. What usually happens is people just write off the practice of making friends altogether simply because of a few bad experiences. And that's not something that we want to encourage or condone. Now, there's a lot more to be said about this, but the major point is the fact that look at your life, examine it, and and literally allow your friends to actually be the ones who scrutinize you and your family, you know, who actually say, we think, dude, that you're being, a, you, you've invested a bit too much in this parasocial relationship to a point of neglecting even us or to a point of just neglecting basic friendship. And that's something to think about.